Thank you, Mother Earth. And thank you, mothers. Thank you, daughters. Thank you, fathers. Sons. I'm not going to say thank you to that dog for barking. Because that's just annoying. And interrupting my intro. It's crystal clear here. For more Morgulons. Lots to talk about on today's episode. You guys? I don't even know what to say. I am not a nurse anymore. Still a morgy. Stay tuned. Helicopter just flew by in the sky, turned around when I looked off the balcony and came back in a circle. Am I paranoid, y'all? Am I paranoid? Or am I just piercing the veil of some really freaky shit? Anywho, it's gonna be a great episode in spite of that intro. I have not lost my mind. Just waiting for the helicopter to come back. No, it's gone. Cool. Alright, I'm crazy. Um, but, Morgulons are still real. Yeah. Can you believe that? That's, that's the thing that's still real. Not democracy, America, um, freedom for women, or freedom in general for too much longer. If you can even call this freedom still free to make this podcast you're still free to listen thanks spotify anchor et al and most of all thanks all of you listeners appreciate you listening stay tuned it really is going to be a great episode Yeah.
If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, my name is Samantha Rice, and I am a second-year graduate student in the biomedical PhD program under the mentorship of Dr. Randy Wymore. My presentation is the investigation of the microbial and molecular correlates of Morgellons disease. Morgellons disease is a multi-system infectious disease that is controversial with the medical community. This controversy lies in the fact that signs and symptoms are often mistaken as a psychiatric disorder known as parasitic psychosis or delusional infestation, the belief that bugs are crawling in and on the skin. At this time, the etiology and transmission of this disease are still unknown. However, recent research suggests ticks as a vector for transmission and Borrelia burgdorferi, a bacterium as the causative agent. Morgellons disease affects all socioeconomic groups and does not discriminate. The hallmark symptoms consist of near microscopic and microscopic subcutaneous fibers. These lesions are spontaneous and slow healing and can range in a multitude of colors as depicted in the image below on the left-hand side. At this time, fibers are of unknown origin. Recent research suggests fibers are keratin in composition, however, more research is needed. Additional signs and symptoms of Morgellons disease include crawling, itching, and biting sensation on and under the skin, severe fatigue, joint pain, difficulty concentrating, changes in cognition, memory loss, this disease can be debilitating and cause depression. Our rationale for researching Morgellons disease is important because people are suffering and lives are being taken too soon. Our research can explore potential etiologies and learn about the transmission of this disease. Our research can also help establish diagnostic criteria, educate physicians and patients, and hopefully find a cure. In our lab, unusual microbial microbial agents that are not readily seen on the skin will be tested. Specifically, Helicobacter pylori, the causative agent for stomach ulcers, Borrelia burgdorferi, the bacteria that causes Lyme disease, Bartonella henselae, the bacteria that causes cat scratch fever, and Treponema denticola, the causative agent for periodontal disease. Our research plan is to conduct microbial techniques using McConkie auger, which is selective for gram-negative bacteria. We also isolate DNA from patient le skin lesions and perform phenol chloroform DNA extraction. We then take our DNA and perform polymerase chain reaction, also known as PCR, with specially designed primers containing our bacteria of interest. We then run our PCR product on a 1% agarose gel electrophoresis stained with ethidium bromide, and we visualize the gel using a UVIT transluminator. If there are bands present, we excise those bands perform gel purification and use a nano drop spectrophotometer to measure the DNA concentration. Our DNA product will then be sent to the Henry Belmont Research Center, OSU's core facility in Stillwater for DNA sequencing. Finally, bioinformatic tools will be performed to see if the DNA of our bacteria is present. 
In our past research endeavors, we have studied over 95 molecular epithelial tissue samples with each bacteria of interest, with 94 positive bands and 12 successful sequences. The core facility suggested looking into different gel purification techniques for a higher success of DNA sequencing. At this time, our lab is working to replicate these results. Our lab also used environmental contaminant controls to show these bacteria are not readily found in the environment. Those included epithelial cells from four human subjects, the autoclave in the Barson building, the main stairwell at OSU CHS, and the water fountain on the ground floor were all declared negative. We want to continue with our research by researching more samples and exploring more primers for different bacterial species that could be present. Create a standardized kit for environmental controls, create a database of samples brought into our lab. At this time, our research suggests there may be a co-infection involved in Morgellons disease. Continued research and the identification of these related strains will help to determine if an infectious etiology of the dermopathy is present, helping us solve the unknown mysteries of this mysterious disease. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this presentation and have a wonderful day. Uh, how am I supposed to have a wonderful day when this is like the best we've got? to work with, y'all. This is the greatest minds of academia coming together. Randy, one more! Um, I don't know what's going on at Oklahoma State University, but she starts out this presentation by saying it's an infectious disease, but then she also says, well, we don't know if it's an infectious disease. And she says, I don't know what it is, but it's often mistaken for delusional parasitosis. Um, well, if you don't know what it is, then you don't know what it isn't. Just scientifically speaking, logically, is probably a better word than scientifically. But I guess my point being that this isn't very scientific. You can't start with a premise of knowing what something is not when you're trying to still find out what it is. So nothing can be ruled out. Sorry, fellow morgies. We have to consider all options. So anyway, they're saying they got controls. They took control samples from the environment, tried to show that you don't just find Helicobacter pylori, Borrelia burgdorferia, um, denticola, treponema, treponema denticola, all those henseli, cat scratch fever, um, Bartonella henseli. What, I mean, what were the other ones that. Who cares? Um, I couldn't tell from that paper presentation, and I watched it twice whether or not they actually found those bacteria by PCR testing in the samples. What were the samples? They didn't describe the samples. Were they human tissues? Were they more glands that they found laying on the floor? Um, came in a matchbox? Did they biopsy these? What 
I missed all that. Did y'all get that? I listened to it twice. I can't listen to it a third time. <sighs> Ever heard of Prezi? This is from YouTube. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to insult. And I really appreciate attention and traction with the uh, Morgs presentation. But um, come on, y'all. It's time to act. And you're like, Crystal Clear, why don't you get off your ass and do some goddamn presentation and research? I'm too busy making a podcast, y'all, and I don't feel good. Okay? Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Um, yeah, that... I gotta say, something really, really weird just happened, and... It was like... I got really hot. My temperature shot up. My body's temp. And it went. Like, I don't know how high it was. But I was definitely sweating and shit. And, um. Got really nauseous. Stomach upset. Hard to explain without sounding crazy, y'all, but I caught the mortalons in the axe. Yes, I did. My hair is not my hair. I've been saying that for a while now, but I don't care anymore. My hair is not my hair. And I'm sorry, but these things, these mortalons, either I really am going crazy or these things are nanobots. Or xenobots, or some kind of AI nanotechnology shit, man. Um, too many weird, weird things have been happening this afternoon, this lovely Sunday. One of them was that I just filmed my hair, which was moving, vibrating. Um, I just filmed my hair. And I don't know what I'm looking at in this video. I'm going to post it online. Just give me a minute, y'all. I don't feel good. It's that time of year again where I get micro-COVID or microvid, if you prefer, with a little co-infection with a thing called Morgulons. Really fucking sucks. But um, I'll let it ruin whole entire days, weeks, months, spans of my life because... But I'm living my best life from the options made available to me by the Great Spirit. Um, those options are sucking lately, Great Spirit. <laughs> but they're still pretty good, I guess, relatively speaking. Oh, I did want to mention, y'all, I got my social media on. Check it out. Crystal Clear at More Morgulons on Twitter. I have a Twitter account. I'm tweeting. Yes, do it. Trying to build up the listenership for the show. Tell your friends. Tell your grandparents. Tell your parents. Don't tell your grandparents. They probably won't like it unless they have more. Um, tell everybody you know that's got good taste in podcasts about Crystal Clear and more Morgulons. Um, trying to spread the word. Somebody who's got the means, the methods, and the moolah can put some serious effort towards solving this shitty ass mystery that we call Margulons. Stay tuned. There's more. This is a long episode, y'all. It gets a lot better. Trust me. Hang in there. Please just hang in there. You'll see. Thanks for listening. 
Well, hello, it's crystal clear. It's Monday now. Clearly a much better day for me. All of yesterday was not bad. Some of it was very good. But y'all caught me in a spell of bad. So, don't ever beat yourself up for feeling down. You gotta get up to get down, though. And then you gotta get down to get up. It's a big cycle, you know? Everything passes, good and bad. Um, pardon my background noise. I'm doing a mobile more Mortalons currently because I got things to do, people. As I mentioned in that extremely depressing intro today, yesterday, on this episode, I am changing careers. I am going to go into development, software development, software engineering. I'm going to be a coder. I'm going to be a hacker. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be a hacker, but might be. I'm thinking about doing um, cybersecurity. I don't know. Cyber is not a word that we use anymore, except in the context of cyber war and cybersecurity. Why is that? I don't know. Maybe um, you don't recall. You're not old enough to recall. Back in the 90s, we called it cyber sex. Yes, we did. Going into chat rooms. Uh-huh. It was like early pioneering of sexting. Uh, we call it cyber sex back then. But now it's just cyber war and cyber security. So, you know, we were making love. Now we're making war. I preferred personally making love. Um, so, anywho, just to get back on point about nursing... Uh, as many of you know, listeners of this show, I have been a registered nurse for about mm, seven and a half years now, and I um, I have really been honored to serve in this profession, and I unfortunately have discovered through a combination of bad luck and uh, bad law, um, bad administrative law, I have become the subject of an investigation by the Board of Nursing. This is the second one in the last 12 months. Um, The first one lodged by a disgruntled ex-employee who was, um, well, I won't go into all that, but let's just say a sociopath, um, lodged a false allegation against me, uh, about something that occurred on the date that I discovered she had made a medication error with controlled substances. So she tried to turn the tables and blame that shit on me, but I had plenty of evidence because I always keep the evidence. I never burn the documents. Um, And I proved, without a doubt, that I was innocent of what she accused me of. But it cost me about $7,000 in attorney fees. And um, I cannot sue my uh, former employee for defamation of character, emotional distress, or recoup any of my financial losses uh, due to her allegation that was false. And it was closed. The investigation was closed without comment by the nursing board with no disciplinary action, no nothing. Um, but yes, the administrative law here in Georgia supports accusers, complainers, um, and sociopaths to go to the board of nursing and with impunity 
anonymously fuck up a nurse's life and put her livelihood on the line. Well, that was extremely stressful. That investigation closed about two months ago. And then my former employer lodged another allegation against me. I would assume in what some might uh, say appears to be retaliation since I was the victim of workplace violence on the 24th which is a civil tort against me, according to the rules set forth by OSHA. Um, I made this very clear to them, and also very clear to them that they had a viable EEOC complaint against them if they did not um, equalize the pay scale between the sister hospitals sharing the same licensure. Anyways, instead of investigating, as I had asked, the incident involving criminal damage to my property and assault, as far as I'm concerned, it's attempted murder. Um, instead of investigating that, they decided the following Monday when I returned to work to inform me that an investigation was being opened against me for something that had happened like three weeks ago that we had already talked about and didn't seem to be an issue. Um, then, <laughs> so that's fun. Um, and then the board is furthering this investigation. By the way, same investigator that was assigned to my previous investigation that was closed without comment. Even though it was closed without comment, I'm sorry, that confers some bias. Um, like, why am I seeing Crystal Clear's name across my desk again? Um, because Crystal Clear has been the victim of bullying in the workplace. Nursing, unfortunately, I hate to report as much as I love the profession and the work, has a problem with workplace incivility, bullying, and violence. The American Nurses Association, the ANA, has a position statement on it. It is such a problem. So it is not unusual to think or outlandish to claim that a person who assumes a responsibility in the mantle of leadership in such a culture as I have in my career is more likely to become the target of incivility, bullying, and violence, both by coworkers, other employees, and the employer themselves. It's been proven. A nurse won a $2 million lawsuit against the board uh, where, in the state where she worked um, after they uh, gave her disciplinary action on her license for participating in a union. So. We do have corruption, unfortunately, um, even in this generally, relatively, otherwise, mostly transparent and fair society that we live in. I do believe that, sort of. Um, I think it has been that way sometimes, and other times it hasn't been that way, and for some people, and not for other people. Because I did try to lodge an EEOC complaint against my former employer for the pay discrimination that I um, and anyone in their right mind uh, would think is racially motivated. And um, I was not even able to proceed with my damn complaint to the EEOC because all of the goddamn appointments are booked through October of this, uh, no, I'm sorry, of 2023, I believe it said. The, everything was booked and you only have 
145 days or something like that before your complaint expires. So it's just, it's an impossible gauntlet. It's a labyrinth of Kafkaesque bureaucracy and injustice. What is the point of having federal protections against discrimination if you don't even have the resources to enforce those rights? It's basically like not having the law at all. Um, so I will be calling my senator about that along with the Roe v. Wade shit and along with, <laughs> I mean, I am just staggering under the weight of, um, all of the challenges before me that all provide opportunities each in their own right to do something of worth. And I will be doing many things of worth. It's just... Um, it's a lot and I'm just trying to pick out which ones to look at first obviously my own survival will be critical to achieving anything else um, I'm not worried about my survival I'll never be worried about that because I'm a survivor I'm also a winner, a warrior and a force to be reckoned with so um, yes I will be entering a new career um, it is weird to say I don't want to be a nurse. I, I am still technically licensed as a nurse, but I have applied to have my licensure inactivated. I don't want to be harassed by this board. I have responded formally in a notarized statement sent by certified mail. Uh, my response to the allegations against me, which are of course are false. Um, and I am done with this career. I cannot endure anymore of the dark side of nursing, although I will always cherish love and respect uh, the work that nurses do. I just don't want to be the bitch of the Board of Nursing of Georgia or any other state in this fine, fine nation that we Americans are living in. Um, troubled, but mighty when we are united, let us unite. Let us unite all over the world, regardless of national borders. We are entering a time when it's either us against China or China, China, China. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would like to see a global society um, Converge. I would see the. I would love to see the end of nationalism, which is just, of course, the modern version of tribalism. Now, whether that sort of a um, the end of tribalism, well, that's I guess what you would call a transhumanist uh, vision of the future, um, an idealized future. And I don't know if you know, without a little help, us monkeys can't evolve past our. Uh, tribalized minds um, but I I would like to think I can I love everybody except dictators and Morgulons whoever made Morgulons so I'm still technically an active professional registered nurse in this state but I have submitted an application to inactivate my licensure because um, I'm done being bullied <laughs> I'm done being bullied. I don't know what else I can do but leave the profession at this point because 
you guys have to understand that these investigations are incredibly stressful because, um, you know, what's on the line is your livelihood and your identity. I mean, being a registered nurse is a huge part of my identity. I would say it is one of the central pieces of my identity. I worked very hard to become a nurse. I paid a lot of money. I still owe over 30 grand in student debt from nursing school. So, I mean, I've earned everything, every penny I spent to go to school, I've earned back probably times 10. But I used to be somebody who would recommend to every young person I met who wasn't sure where they were going in their career. I've said, go to nursing school, become a nurse. And I've completely, 100% said to them it was the smartest, best decision I ever made. And I still feel that way, but I don't know that I would still recommend nursing as a career um, now that I understand how this uh, administrative board that oversees professional licensure, the, the how it operates, the types of really strange laws, the administrative laws that govern uh, the administration of that board that is supposed to be in service of the public good, but um, I'm a part of the public and this is not good for me, y'all. This is not good for my, my wallet. This is not good for my um, heart, mind, body, soul. Um, sure, I could beat this investigation and, you know, I would accept any disciplinary consequence that may come as a result of any mistake I have made, although I'm not aware of anything I have done that would constitute cause for disciplinary action or even investigation. So, um, I can't do this again, you guys. It was really tough the first time. I can't have this hanging over my head. I can't work in a profession that permits individuals and institutions to anonymously and with impunity and without limit slander, libel, and defame me at my own considerable emotional distress and financial cost. The crazy thing is, is that these aggressive board actions are on the rise across the country. So I'm sure there's other nurses out there going through the same kind of thing. If you're listening to this show, I'm so sorry, girl or guy. Um, it sucks. You'll get through it. Hang in there. Do what you know is right. But uh, for me, I know what's right, and that is to look forward, not backward. It is to, again, adapt and transform um, to find a way through the hardship to survival and thriving again. I will stay tuned.